another episode of Friends and Brands. I am Mark Wilkins. I am Nick Bean. I'm Omar Altakori. Yes, sir. What up, O? Oh, we got him. We got. We finally got him in here, man. The guru. Right? <laughs> the guru, bro. You, you, you do some everything, man. You a lot of hands on when it comes to uh, visuals and and quality and, and content. You know, specifically. Uh, just tell us a little bit about yourself, bro. Yeah, uh, real quickly. I mean, I moved here in 01. I was in fifth grade, uh, and so I kind of seen the city grow since then. And I've just been here. Since then, I uh, went to high school at Silverado High School, and um, it, it was it was in when I was in fifth grade. The friend I met, his name was EJ, uh, introduced me to the sneaker game, mm-hmm. and and then my love for sneakers started at that time. And uh, in high school, as the first time, it was like Grape Fives. I think was the first camp out um, in '06, and and the the sneaker game has taught me how to trade time for money, and and exactly. kind of built a, a foundation of uh, my like just my entrepreneur journey I guess you could say I, I went to UNLV for journalism and media studies also did army ROTC while I did that um because I got school paid for a shout out so no man. debt you know what I'm saying <laughs> first man. house VA loan no no down payment um, <laughs> and uh and it, it's been cool I, I've never like really quite left that whole like you know the I, I've always hit the the hottest shoes of the year with these raffles and what's cool about Vegas is that how dense it is with the 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 stores that carry these releases but I remember um, that's kind of just what laid the foundation you know just uh, buying and selling and uh, learning that everything is bought and resold essentially right yep. yeah. at every level yep. and um, and I would say when I graduated college I got a job uh, at my church at the time as the creative director and I really grew in that role uh, as far as like overseeing the branding of the church and also the experience that people feel when they come in those doors and I was I was raised Catholic, and so it was very traditional going up. But when I came to this like uh, life-giving, spirit-filled church, uh, I felt a call to kind of like bring a relevance to the church, and like yeah. I want church to be cool because it should be. The Bible says that Jesus is the same yesterday, today, and forever. And so I felt that call to like let's make church cool. And so I've just been on this journey, obviously doing that, and and then three and a half years after that, I stepped out and started doing like my own freelance work, <coughs> photography, videography stuff. And reconnected with an old friend, which I'm a part of. I would say I'm a part of a few different camps. One is Think Media. Think Media is a YouTube channel, uh, teaches like tips and tools for YouTube, uh, but also like content and gear. Uh, about to hit a million subscribers, which is exciting. Um, Crazy. And and then Sean Kennel is the is is the CEO of Think Media, and I've just come on as a content creator and just helped it grow. Since I mean, I think it was like at around 75k uh, at that time. But have has seen this business, his business grow, literally being like number two, three, and so it, I've been enlightened. And in that time, I also helped uh, friends of ours plant a church, City Light Church, with Jabin and Shannon Chavez, yeah. and it's been unreal. It's been uh, two years with City Light, and we uh, over, over a thousand people are coming through our doors. And again, being able to to bring that relevance to our church early on, I think has helped a lot of like young people come through the doors. Um, but as I have grown personally as, you know, building a business, um, you know, now I run an agency that offers a strategic YouTube strategy for like businesses and um, and also video podcasting. So, like, I really do think this this format of creating content is the smartest way because we could shoot it. We got the audio. We got the video. The video goes up and then we can cut micro from these, you know. And and so if somebody is pressed on time, but they need to get in the space of online video and be, have a presence, yeah. then no, no better way to kind of do it in this format. Um, and so I've been able to, like, help. A local company here go from uh, 30k uh, doing uh, sales online every month. That's where they kind of capped out at six months doing 
selling lash products. It's a lash uh, extension company. Started throwing content uh, on their brand with with YouTube and uh, strategic search, you know, SEO uh, strategies on YouTube, and um, and and they their their business their online sales grew like 30k month over month. So just in like seven months, they were doing 30, and then they were at 250. Uh, and and I had a case study. I was like, bro, I have something to offer, yeah, and. And so that's kind of just the journey I've been on, you know. Like, I mean, I got one, I got two staff. Uh, my wife is one of them, yeah, and then oh, yeah, dope. right. They say what they say: every great man, you need a great woman one, for sure. Every and successful man, one hundred percent. And uh, and yeah, it's just a growth, and I, I do see myself kind of transitioning into a place of like, I don't, I, I'm not one to make all this money and, do, and 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 you know go lavish, but I think, um, but really creating a legacy, you know, investing, real estate, and stuff like that. But you, I'm you just treat in the, yourself too. You can yeah. treat yourself. <laughs> I do a little bit. I'm yeah. wearing Gucci loafers, so it's all good. Gucci loafers. All right, bro. So you, work too, yeah. you, know? you mentioned you mentioned er, uh, earlier um, about you know making church cool, right? Now, if you can go into that a little bit more, on, like the more me, me when I hear making church cool is like the more modern church, right? Sure. What we see nowadays with 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 all the churches that's out, right? You know, the you see. People dressing like us in there, you right? Right, right. You come, you come in your fits. You come as you are. Well, right. That's what, that's what yeah. Jesus said, right? Yeah. Come as you are. Just right, like right, right. The okay. message, and it's yeah. just like, t- tell me what you, you know, what you think about that. Expand a little bit more on like how yeah. that's changed and. For sure. I, I mean, I, I just, you know, tradition is great. You know, uh, I think I think tradition's an awesome thing. You know, ra- being raised Catholic, I was really taught to like have a reverence for God and like these traditions. Um, the, it, the, the potential issue with that is when, when tradition becomes religious, uh, when you're doing it for the tradition, then you're removing the heart behind of why you're doing something. Mm-hmm. Uh, what's cool about creating or like these lifestyle, uh, life-giving churches that you would say is relevant. And the way I got, you know, legit, the way that like I got, I guess you could say sucked into the, you know, local church is uh, I, was, I, was, I was watching a pastor's sermon. His name is Judah Smith. And he had uh, an undefeated like bomber jacket that was custom made with his basketball team, and I was like, Wait, "Was this like a, a collab?" <laughs> yeah, yeah, and, right. You're right, and, and I'm learning. And, and then as I was digging, I was like, "Oh, these dudes are connected to guys that have connections, and who guys are in, in like you know designers and stuff like that." And um, but yeah, I think I think more than ever, it's just been important that churches you know think of themselves, uh, and it's not it's not it's not trying. You right? It's just it's just. And nature. I mean, you see at City Light, it's kind of like our pastors are just like they're young, they're cool. Uh, he he knows a creative director at, at Fear of God sent him some some gear, and he was rocking it this weekend. And I was posting pictures of our pastor on my stories and stuff, and people are like, "Okay, pastor with the Fear right. of God T six right. right. collection." Automatically think he's supposed to be up there in a four piece suit. No right, and like, so and and yeah. and culture is everything, and it's all based off like the culture and the people you're trying to reach. I think we've just made it a point at City Light to. We need we need the young generation, but not to discount the old. You know, we, we, we it's a it's a cool multi generational thing happening over at City Light. But I I do think it's important for churches to be active on social media because Monday through Saturday is tough. You know, like people go back to their lives and they, they need that pickup, um, and it takes time for somebody to pick themselves up during the week. You yes, know, sir. maturity comes with time, and so right. I always like. I, I do a couple, uh, I, I consult a little bit on the side and help churches in that regard. And my biggest thing is like, 
is your church pastoring through your platforms? Mm. Um, are you using your platforms to like encourage your church throughout the week? Which also creates a reason why people want to follow it. So it's mm. not just these like brochure driven Instagram, you know, feeds. Yeah. It's like men's breakfast, men's breakfast here. We got Sunday service here and we got girls night here. We got youth coming up, but more it's like, yo, what's your, what, what song are you pumping right now? Like yeah. wh- where are you getting your, uh, what, what are you worshiping to right now? Or yeah. what scripture is just like on your heart and just creating engagement on social media. I mean, I, I, just all this like relevance I think is just important because we don't, the church shouldn't die. You know, and and I think it's been cool to see churches, you know, on the come up, and then obviously the the whole Kanye Sunday service thing has been really cool. I mean, biggest question: I'm a Kanye guy. Like, I was going, dude, bro, I, that was I'm a Kanye guy. Shit. I'm a 2003, 2004 yeah. double collar popped oh, yeah. with pink, uh, <laughs> with a pink polo. I wore pink Tim's. Some dude almost wanted to fight me because I was wearing pink in middle school. Yeah. Wow. Um, but I've, I've I've seen Kanye evolve, and and all that to say like a lot of people always come to me like dude what do you think about Kanye is this real stuff I'm like I think I think it is real like I mean his biggest song was no for sure and I think it's just kind of those full full circle moment type things but there's a power there's power in being raised in church and I think you know as you know we all got families here I think it's important that um that we set that foundation and I I want to make sure that my daughter knows that church is fun and cool and 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 not just for the sake of it but because I, I genuinely believe God is fun and cool. Like he oh, yeah. he's the one who brings me my relevance. Like uh, the way I'm able to like connect with people and 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 carry conversation. I've never really left culture. I was, I'm not one to like. I didn't disconnect myself and like put myself in a box because uh, like those things made me who I am. And I think those experiences help me connect with guys like you. You know, sure. and um, every time he comes in with with unreleased sneakers, <laughs> and I'm like. Bang, but he's blessing the shoes. So it's all yeah. good. Blessing the, <laughs> blessing. Get before the he's world gets it. The shoes. I, I mean, I, I like to interject, too. I think it's very interesting and unique. You know, I was raised, um, uh, you know, on both sides where mostly pop culture driven uh, upbringing, but also church. My father's side of the family, my uh, my great cousin is a, a pastor there, a, a younger pastor. My uh, great uncle was a pastor at the church originally. Mm-hmm. My dad is a deacon. Um, so, you know, I do have that church experience and I can relate more than anything because, you know, with your upbringing, it was boring. I'm just call a spade a spade. Sure. It was very boring. I was in Sunday school. I didn't want to be there. I was right. there after church was over, <laughs> after being there for two hours. I did not want to be there. Right. Christmas Eve, I was there. New Year's Eve, I was there. Anytime I spent time with my my grandmother on my father's side, I was actively in the church unwillingly. You sure, know no, I mean? for sure. That was me growing it, up, too. Yeah, and I mean, a lot of it, well, a lot of it, too, and it sounds like I'm going to have to come check out the church, but it sounds like, to me, um, that's there the the word of god is more it's more of a modern uh approach sure and i felt like i needed that when i was younger you right know, because i didn't want to dress up you know i didn't want to sit there and you know listen to it i had other i challenged different things that was against the word that was being preached to me right. and it wasn't because i didn't believe in god because i ultimately do believe in god but it's more so how it's being delivered and i think it's very important i used to be one of sean kurt franklin we used to drop the, the <laughs> hip tracks you know but it's cool to see yay do what he's doing because sure. I think Ye is Ye is the vessel 100%. Of, of any vessels that could can you can pretty much translate that word yeah. and have people really gravitate right. toward it. Um, and you also have to I think the problem with uh, the, the old age of teaching Christianity or uh, or anything God driven is is it's this way or no way. You right. know, and everything else is sinful. You know, if you're wearing dope unreleased sneakers. <laughs> You're materialistic and you're you're uh, idolized. It's false idolship. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Sure. Or adultery. Right. Not adultery, but I, I, no, yeah. idol. What is it? Idol worship. Idol yeah, worship, worship. Not yeah. adultery. Idol worship. So, it's to me. I'm like, 
it's cool to see churches do stuff like that because sure. yeah, you should be connected to to the brands. You you can still wear the brand if that's like saying. I know pa- like pastors and preachers. Everybody ain't shopping at Burlington's, you know what I'm saying, or or For Men's sure. Warehouse. You know, they going to get they getting Gucci and Tom Ford yes. suits, and there's nothing wrong with that. And to be honest, like yeah, if I if I roll out the bed, if I'm preaching the word, I should be able to throw in a Vertigo hoodie. And that's you know what I'm saying, and throw sure. on something. That's key. And, and, and and honestly, there's nothing wrong with the jewelry. Like I just I just think that. People put too much uh, negative connotation towards. Right. They looking at all listening like, Anything. oh, he can't no, be about sure. God. It's like, you know, I got tattoos doesn't mean I'm not about God. Right. You know, so I think that's pretty cool. No, for sure. I think, and 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 just to be straight up, that is religion. Religion is is focusing on the outward appearance. Right. Yeah. When when the focus is that. When when we all know that God looks at the heart. Right. It's, it's it, Yeah. It's hard to even. It's hard to judge someone on their outward appearance because like. Because you don't know their heart, exactly. and and that's why it's always that's why it's really important, I think, to have that relationship with Christ to like know that for yourself. Like, yeah. I know if I buy this p- these pair of Saint Laurent boots, if they're if if it hits me in my nowhere and it's like, oh, Omar, just put it off for a second. Right. All right, cool, I'm gonna chill out. Yeah. But but best believe, like I do like looking good, and yeah. and, and fashion's been a, a part of my life. Yeah. And I mean, I would then like I would also like you know combat whoever you know the the ones who are pointing the finger which the bible is all about people who point the finger and jesus actually rejecting them uh but is like designers that yeah, influence right. like more than ever like i you know kanye is one of the biggest names in the world justin bieber one of the biggest pop stars in the world mm-hmm. big on confessing their their faith and and i think um like like fear of god jerry lorenzo yeah. like his his t-shirts are are 450 dollars but he's trying to break the mold in a certain genre in a certain area, and like, dude, that I and, it, and like to connect to that. If if I want to connect with that, that's my thing. Like, let it, you know, bro. That's your journey. It's all good, you know. Yeah, and no so, right. So yeah, I think I think that's that could be the issue. Is maybe church has been focused on outward appearance on every level, like traditionally. How to, yeah, tradition. Like right. it has to look like this. Right. It has. There's there's no have to. Like yeah. you know, we we don't have to do anything. We get to you know, and so. Uh, that's kind of like the perspective, and yeah, I, I, I more than ever, I, I'd, I'd rather connect with you first on the fit, right? More than anything else. Yeah. That, yeah. That's so my, that, that's it's the bridge. Yeah. yeah, the bridge, the bridge is, is, uh, is this, is the things we're into and stuff like that. So, yeah, I mean, I just, I'm passionate about that. Right, currently, uh, you know, me and my wife kind of oversee the small groups and stuff. So, making sure like the church can like have a place to connect during the week, Monday through Saturday. I think sometimes same, like even you know church goers will, will put on a mask at, at church you know i say i say what's up to justin it's a quick what's up because i got stuff to do right and it's like yo we blessed cool all right i'll see you next week and that's right. it but we want authentic community to come out of this and so right. i think it's important that like genuine relationship gets you know created in monday through saturday because that's the real that's the goal is that people remove the mask and like yo i'm going through it man i need i need help you yeah. know and like and that's that's where we come in and, and rally and uh yeah but i think more than ever because relationship is relevant, you know, like it precedes a lot of things, but it's connected with with things like fashion or music or interests. And so uh, I think we need these things to be able to connect and, and uh, relate to one another. Absolutely. I mean, I'll chime in and then we can, you know, kind of jump into some other stuff that, you know, we want to talk about, too. I mean, uh, it's everybody's God given talent to be creative. For create. sure, you know God create, right? You know, and if you're made in God's image, then and you have the ability to create, you can create, right? You know, and so essentially, what comes out of these creations is dope sneakers, for dope sure, clothing lines, dope podcast, pushing boundaries, dope <laughs> podcast, dope podcasts, uh, whatever, you know, like just it, it's your ability to create. So yeah, it, it is the ability to you know channel these creations and, and be able to communicate through them to right. you know have those talks about 
God and, and Christianity or whatever uh, your, your, your upbringing is. I, I, had, the, uh, I had the fortunate uh, opportunity of, of vibing out with one of my, my closest brothers who was an actor, Sidarius Blaine. Um, he just did uh, Jumanji, uh, the second Jumanji reboot. Uh, working on a third, he's got another movie coming out. So it's just shameless plug for my boy Sedarius Blaine. Oh, yeah. Keep grinding, brother. What up, what Love up? you. Um, but he's very God driven, uh, and he took me to this place in L.A. And it's a place I can't say. I don't know the exact lo- name of the place, but it's a uh, it's a place of worship of all brotherhood. So every walk of uh, religion and sure. belief, um, you can go there and you can pretty much pray. You can. You know, um, speak into the you know, things into the existence and, and into the universe manifestation. Mm-hmm. It was really dope, and it, it really highlighted my weekend uh, because I was able to. I felt that that peace. You know, right. what I mean, so having that foundation. This man is an actor. You know, and Hollywood is crazy. Right. You know? no, so for sure. having that foundation is very important, no matter what you do. So just because you're in entertainment doesn't mean you don't have a foundation with God. If you're in clothing or whatever it is, music. You, you still can have a foundation, 100%. whether you know you're you're doing secular work. Because sure. let's be honest, you know what's the what's the quote? And I'm sure you can quote it better than I can. But um, be what is it? Uh, something in regards to of this world, be of this like so be uh be in it but not of it. Be in it but not of this world. Right. Yeah. You know what I mean? So being in the world the way I perceive it is you can have access and take advantage of everything 100%. that is of this world. Right. And you can contribute to this world. But you don't. You're not supposed to let it consume you. Exactly. That's the way I take. No, it. No, that's so 100. I'm gonna leave off on that. Yeah, that's, that's true, bro. That's, that's true. Yeah, that's great, man. I think uh, <clears throat> y'all touched on a, a lot of good uh, pieces there, uh, and and I want to revert back to you saying that we should be able to, like, you think about your daughter, right? She want to be able to. Look, you want her to understand that church is cool. It's a fun place. Like, I, even with my sons, yeah. I, I take them to church. It's like, yo. They excited about it. Right. I don't want them. Oh man, we gotta. Uh, we <laughs> no, gotta yeah, no, yeah. it's like, Dad, let's get up. <clears throat> no, let's go. We gotta go. Right. So you know, um, and one of those things that I think when you say it's bridge bridgers on Instagram, I look at this page, uh, uh, preachers and sneakers. Sure, right? I, you, let's you know, go. Like, what do you think of like that's 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 kind of that's kind of dope though because it's like it's bridging the gap from. Maybe people, it's it's a lot of sneaker guys out there that ain't you know found Jesus yet. Yeah, for and then sure. They see this and it's like, oh, it's it's okay to like sneakers and be and be in the sneakers, but well, be in the God. He got on the black cement threes. Oh, he got on the Jordan. Oh, for sure. Oh, man, he wearing the fear guys. Like, yeah, yo, it's. Fine. I think that's dope. No, and and I've been I've I've know I know I've been pretty well connected in the church space. Um, and and a lot of the times. Let me just be straight. Like a lot of times, these guys don't buy it. Number one, they just know the people, or church, other churches gift them. They'll like come preach and they gift it. I think more than anything, what do I think about preachers and sneakers? I think I think it it's cool. Uh, I think it's maybe it's the the light that's being shed on the pastors because it it's almost there's like a negative connotation because they're putting the price tag right next to it. Right. And then if you read yeah. the comments, it's not encouraging. It's like how could they? How would they? You know, like you don't they don't need. But, but dude, I think they need to remove the price tag, bro. No, sure, yeah. Just, just but, like you do NBA kicks on court, you don't yeah, show you don't, you don't show, show uh, Shy Gill just <clears throat> Alexander coming in with. Uh, uh, the door and Beecher uh, right. four yeah. on with the price tag yeah. right. or the Air Yeezy ones. No, PJ. Sure. No, yeah. You just shouldn't see PJ Tucker coming like, in oh, with the Travis Scott right. fours, and it's like, yo, he got the tra- So why not do the same? Why you got to do that? With no, the for sure. I mean, so my my question is the creator of that. Like, what's the intent? Exactly. Is, is right, it bro. is it to expose? I mean, are you and, trying to do that? Yeah, I, I mean, and and the flip side is 
maybe there's an issue. Maybe maybe they shouldn't. Like you get, I mean, you can take it both ways. Mm-hmm. Uh, but to each his own, man. Like you don't know how they got to that place. You don't know their childhood, their upbringing. Did their dad collect Jordans? Right. Like you know. I'll say this too. You know, not to you know interject what you're saying, but I think the issue. Obviously, there's a bigger issue with the church in general. It's a lot of scandal. Oh, for sure. Right? So here it is. Is where preachers are known for. Um, taking the money and not investing it back right. in the community. So right. I think ultimately it all it all boils down to the vessel, you know, sure. because at the end of the day, the vessel that's preaching <clears throat> the word should be driven toward uplifting the community. That's right. what the church is about. If you do your research historically, uh, one of the biggest foundations is the bank and the church. Sure. And at the end of the day, there's a lot of um, revenue that is generated through the church. Right. So the issue obviously is with the church and the preachers is what are you doing with the money? Right. You know, and I think the problem with preachers and sneakers is because the resale value in, in the sneaker community is over a billion dollars. Cool. That it's like, oh, uh, even though all of these retail shoes are no more than 250 bucks, right? Mm-hmm. But the resale is 2,500. So it's like the idea is did you pay 2,500? Did you pay with the church's money? Immediately, that's what I start to think from the negative side of it. On right. the positive side of, of it, is as long as the vessel, it, it depends on the vessel, as long as the vessel is doing everything they can to uplift the community, because that's what's the most important thing is community, you right, said it yourself, right. then none of that stuff matters. Right. If, you know, because that's the thing is that the church feels confident, oh no, this man is, the community centers is up to up to par. Um, he's They're constantly doing functions that are, we know where the money's going. Sure. Then it doesn't matter where the sneak, because to be honest, you can do a preachers and sneakers I ain't trying to give no gems away, but you can do an event geared towards fundraising for the community. Sure. And if out of it, it sounds like Chris it. Union or whomever comes and says, you know what? I feel compelled in the light. I got this unreleased Ford that's about to drop. I'm a gift to pass to that because it's good promo for him. Dude, I did that when I used to work when I worked at my last church. I, I bought my pastor a pair of uh the white elevens, the um they changed the name. Uh what are the, the the blue ice bottom the Columbia's Columbia's yeah, yeah Columbia's I think they call them like legacy afterwards yeah they did yeah, uh, keep it Columbia but yeah no for sure probably changed the <laughs> but because I like I was like dude I want Pastor to be cool right? and so I hooked him up dope. yeah and I think I think more than ever like as I've been exposed in the business world like church is a, there is a business aspect of church like, there, there's there's costs yeah there's costs you got staff you got building you got like yeah. you know got to do this the keep up lights God ain't just God ain't just no yeah he's just not gonna the flip side is as I learn about how much a lot of like, you know, entrepreneurs or even people who speak and do seminars, like Gary V's Gary V's fee is is a hundred K for a forty minute talk. Right. And and pastors like sometimes they have the the ability to be able to travel and and do these things and they're they are now coming nowhere near that price point. Right. But yeah, we don't point the finger at Gary V who's building multi million dollar business, whatever, whatever. But like but if a pastor is it, it essentially being called to do a thing and, and they've grown a movement essentially mm-hmm. to thousands and thousands of people, uh, like let 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 the integrity speak, like let the spirit speak and, right. and not point the finger. Because because even me, I, I mean, I tie it to my church. I, I think it's a it's a big it's a foundational principle that I live by that, you know, everything that comes in my way, I give the first 10 away. Mm-hmm. I to be honest with you, I don't care what they do with the money. Because it's not, I'm not, I'm giving to my church, but I'm giving to my church to God. And so, like, it, it proceeds kind of like the human aspect. That goes, right. that goes back to what you were saying about if you know God and God knows your heart, sure. that's equivalent Dude. to me. If it's a guy out here homeless and everybody else is like, man, he's going to take it and buy an eight ball with it. Dude, I, I gave it to him because I, I felt wanted like to. I wanted to. Right. I needed it. Right. So, it's equi- essentially no, the sure. same thing. Like, 
but I, and I think the scenario happens a lot with yeah. like with with, the, with your congregation hooking you up. Right. It's like your pastor, you're blessing well, me, yeah. with, you know, with what you've been able to do, and <laughs> it's a lot. Like, dude, it's daunting. I think I I think about the weight that our pastors carry with a church that's grown so fast in a city like this, and it's really exciting, but it's also a lot of weight, you know. Right. And and he's also, and I've seen our pastor live like incredible. Like they, right. dude. Here's the flip side. Everyone on Preachers and Sneakers, I bet you gives way more money than anybody who comments on Preachers and Sneakers. 100%. That's, you know, like, that's always how it is. Yeah. The trolls. Yeah. The word, he said, give. The trolls come out to play, man. Oh, yeah. Anytime that you, you grow your platform, you're always subject to ridicule. Sure. I think the biggest thing that if any pastors is taking away from it is uh, is transparency. It's 100%. I think, yeah, because that's the thing. is it's like, it's like this. I can never go out and do something crazy and my team won't come to my rescue. You right. know what I'm saying? Because they know me. They know my integrity, integrity sure. as a man. So Nick Beam go out and do some crazy. Like, no, that's not what Nick Beam would do. If you the pa- same thing with the church. If you the preacher, the pastor, the church, your church knows your intent, your, knows your heart, knows that you're doing right with the money being invested into that, you know, into God. They're going to come to your rescue. Sure. You know what I mean? And, and that's the thing is testimony is key. Everybody that uh, can give a testimony in church say, no, that's not what this preacher is about. You right. know? But it's all about transparency at that point because, again, it's so much negative driven toward it, and there's so many pastors and preachers that aren't doing well with the money. Right. Like, there was a YouTube uh, video, and it's the, I don't know if you've seen it, but it was this YouTube <laughs> video, and this preacher that was interviewing and, and investigating this preacher, and they're like, so you got, uh, you know, you got a Bentley, and, you know, what, what, what's, what's up with this Bentley? Oh, uh, well, that's, you know, I need that Bentley to travel around. Okay, oh, yeah. well, you're spending uh, 3500 to five grand on suits. What's that about? Oh, well, you know, I, I need these suits to uh, travel, and, uh, you know, I can't just wear any cheap suit because I, I break a sweat, and the sweat break. You know, he was giving <laughs> yeah. up, but it, he yeah, clearly, whole, his whole, he clearly was snake. You no, know what I mean? Which, but, which you could see right through. Right, right. You know, so, I mean, right. the, the question is, do you want, do I want to be that guy? No, I don't right. want to be that guy. And, and I mean, Maybe it'll take some time to get through that. Maybe that's a, maybe that's a struggle they may potentially have. Yeah. Uh, but we uh, we we say like we just if 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 they have the spirit, then let the spirit do the 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 work, you right. know. And um and yeah, I mean, is there a le- is there a get to a place of excess? Sure. But then at the same time, I don't know what it looks like because if you write a book and you sell a million copies. Bro, you wrote a book and you sold a million copies. Right, like I don't period. know, you to do whatever you want, man. I'm yeah. telling you, it's community driven, bro. Right. I like I, even another gym. I'm, hey man, I can't give this game for free. I'm about to start charging. <laughs> the price is really gonna go up. Well, you gonna but get that Gary V price? Yeah, you gonna yeah, start yeah. charging the Gary V price hey, in a minute, just a, j- j- I'm serious, but no, seriously, I think again, the vibe is this: you connect with a brand, invite that brand out, and then vibe with the brand for you know some creative a creative process. Yeah, sure. I ain't gonna go too much into the creative process. Cause you know we give it. No, you know what I do. I do this, you know, cause God creates and I. He's always creating and evolving. But yeah, I mean, it's simple. It's something that's doing. Oh, I tell you this. Kanye did the lemonade stand. Remember that? We talked about that a while ago. But he did a lemonade stand for a release. Uh huh. I thought that was cool because he connected to the, the community. Brown yeah, the Brown Seven Hundreds, okay. right? So all of the kids that did that got a pair of Brown Seven Hundreds. He went over to Africa and did a, did his uh, thing in Africa and gifted a bunch of, you know, 700s or whatever. Like yeah. 350s. Three 350s, right. right? A bunch of Yeezys, right? When you're engaging mm-hmm. into, when you're engaging, I need that. That's why you, that's why you my co-host. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But this is Adidas <laughs> stuff. What do I know, right? Yeah, you don't really like, anyway, we're we going to talk about Adidas right now. But um, I think once you engage your community, right, you're, as a preacher and a man of God, they can't condemn you of, who you are before you came as a man of God. For sure. Because let's be honest, there's 
judges that were that lived a life of crime. There are pastors that lived a life of crime. Sure. I know pastors that lived a life of crime and had a life-changing event. Mm -hmm. So if you are a person of God and a person of the church, who are you to condemn that man? Right. So let alone a man that's just a sneaker lover. Right. You know, that doesn't define him. And he doesn't necessarily mean he's taking the money and doing something corrupt just for his sneaker fetish. You right. know, but I think business transparency, I think we forget that there is a business aspect to it. Um, I'll tell you this. Before I moved to Las Vegas, I'm a big, I'm a nerd. I, I, I went on Vice.com. And they had an episode called Charleston Boulevard. Uh -huh. Charleston Boulevard is the longest stretching street in Las Vegas. The biggest church, Mormon church, sits on Charleston Boulevard. Um, the Mormons funded the mob to help start the casino. So I'm gonna just let that marinate like neck bone juice, because how would how does that how does that in your moral compass how does that align? It doesn't. Sure. Crime syndicate, religious uh, group. For money, you know, so my point in all this is there is a fine, there's a silver lining to say that there is business structure in that community because let alone if this Mormon banker funded the mob, you better believe he's funding his church. There's no, there's no other way to answer that question. That's why that church is so big. Right. So my point is, is like any pastor, if you're listening, complete transparency because that's what people want to know. It makes right. everybody feel comfortable. And I, and I mean, takes that what's tight light. about our Pastor Jabin is that dude's straight up, he's like, yo, Y'all gave this much money, and this is what we're doing with the money. Right. Yo, we need this much money, and uh, and God's providing it. And like, dude, it's it is cool to see the stories, but yeah, I think at the end of the day, when it comes to finances, and it's very key uh, on biblically that it's just connected to the heart. Yep. If God can get a hold of your finances, He can get a hold of your heart, and He can change your life. And uh, that's just you know, I believe that that truth and principle. But but yeah, uh, for sure, I yeah. think unfortunate about the Mormon Church. You know, I think um, that. Like, like my opinion on it is just, I mean, I, I like. You can go in if you want. I don't really have you an opinion. My, it's like yeah. if if that's facts, then that's unfortunate, and yeah. and and that's that's why we need to be like you said, more transparent and just be more real. I like if if there's always something to hide, then then you're gonna probably st yeah, start going down yeah. those paths. But yeah. On a lighter note. On a lighter note. I'm curious. So I hear a lot about your background. And this is the first time I've heard about your background. I've heard nothing but great things about you, but digging deeper to who you are as a person, your foundation, you're a military man. Yeah, I did uh, I did seven years in the Guard as an officer. Okay, I did four yeah. years as Air Force Reserve. So, you know, I salute you to, for your it. service. Um, it's always fun, too, because serving the military, people forget that so many creative people are in the military. For sure. How... Or what led you into getting into your media group and being in, into the the path that you're in right now? For sure. I mean, I I think uh, as far as like what the the army has influenced in my life, I think more than anything, doing ROTC at UNLV, it's taught me so much about like leadership, uh, relating with people, knowing that people are always watching you, mm -hmm. uh, and and uh, to take charge, be situationally aware, like reverse engineer like plan backwards if you have something going on you know go backwards and a lot of these like key principles i learned from uh becoming an officer in the army yes has transitioned into my creative space i picked up a camera though for the very first time in 2005 or 6 mm. uh, and that was in high school i was doing broadcasts you know we were doing the announcements and we mm -hmm. were able to get creative with it um but i really enjoyed editing video and i started vlogging like in 2007 i started vlogging oh, putting word. it up on youtube and I got my, I, I think I, my muscle, you know, the muscles of do, doing those things started uh, doing some reps. And when I went to UNLV initially, I was going for business. And then I hit accounting and I was like, dude, 
this isn't for me. Right. Which is crazy because like now I'm learning about business like crazy, but like initially that was that, that was yeah. tough, and yeah. so I transitioned <clears throat> to uh, journalism and media studies, and it was a lot more of an easier degree because I actually enjoyed what we were learning. But I would actually say it was very outdated. You know, you have people who used to write newspapers, and like Twitter was on the come up during the time as a new new news outlet. It's like news is being very like leveled, and you can get. It. A million different ways and not from your doorsteps newspaper but but more than anything I just I'd never put the camera down and so I think I've become like a master at all those 10,000 hours like I for sure have 10,000 hours put into all of the things that encompass creating uh, video photography uh, content and um, and so when I when I initially got hired uh, at the church, I started serving about six months before I graduated college, and, and that's when I met Sean Cannell, uh, who's kind of like a mentor of mine and who who's the CEO of Think Media. And um, during, you know, when he, he went on his journey to kind of like start his own business, and I did my thing uh, there for another three and a half years, but when I left, we, I reconnected with him. And during that time, he was like building his YouTube channel his, uh, for the first time and putting it, you know, to motion. And I didn't know he lived three minutes down the road for me, and um, and and we got reconnected, and you know I was kind of one of his first hires, and we just built really slowly, uh, helped him, you know, taking off the editing and filming load. Uh, but it's been really cool to see the business go, you know, from from six to multiple seven figures, and um, and now like a live event on a week, um, a yearly live event, a live event uh, in Vegas, as well as just helping a ton of entrepreneurs create video content to grow their brand, which I've been able to take that knowledge being right beside him. And that's why I think it's really important to be a number two. Mm. You know, a lot of people want to be number one, but you can be a number two and in your own regard, you will be a number one in your own regard. That's what I was about to say because your own, you you have... You would think, yeah, you yeah, would right. city like you, but you also have. Omar. Yeah, so I have. Yeah, I would. It's called Feed the Flame is my agency. Yes. Essentially, the, the premise is like I can come in if I can. I've, I've said no to clients who've wanted me, but if I don't think I could help you, then I don't want to take your money. You know, mm-hmm. so. Um, but I, I think I can help in. I can help you grow your influence. Right. I can't. Yeah. I can't help you create influence. Right. But if you have, if you have something, and you, you maybe you've been in an industry for quite some time, and you could speak to it, mm-hmm. I can help you grow an influence based off of uh, your industry, which is powerful. I think that's where the future is. Is thinking of a business as as a educator. Yeah, so definitely. like, if 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 yesterday's fits kind of took on like the education. This is not a consultation session. I'm just messing around. Uh, but, uh, Drop the gems, baby. That's what but we're doing. <laughs> if, if, if they taught other people to, to create this in other states, that's, that's, that's like the ultimate form of authority yeah. is, is when people are, uh, and people are looking to you to do a thing. Yes. And so authority can only come through consistency and, uh, and showing up uh, and also with intentionality. So you can't just – and that's the unfortunate thing about today. I think people just put it in their bio that they are – uh, they they give to X or whatever that may be, and uh, and and there's no depth there. But you know when somebody has depth and and building authority just comes with you know coming up over time. And so I think um, it's been cool. I mean I, I'll I'll never leave Think Media. You know even though I have my agency going um, because I think it's so important just to stay right behind someone who's who's ten steps ahead of you. Yeah. And um, and I think that. A lot of people come to that fork in the road, and one one thousand percent you do that. But I would even say Sean has mentors. So Sean has mentors that are thirty steps beyond me. But as long as I'm right behind Sean, it's that like you know that, it's, so. Yeah, yeah, it's the whole like a race car you're a strategy. Of the game, man. What? You're a student of the game. Oh, one hundred percent. And you wanna you wanna learn. You wanna constantly. Yeah, learn. always always learning. Like if I'm not learning, then I can't 
I can't level up. And so, uh, yeah, I mean, there's that Kanye line. It's like the, <laughs> the quote of the year, like, yeah. go and level up yourself just that different latitude. Right. Facts, um, bro. That's, that's real. Facts. That's but a real, yeah, that's I, a bar. It's, it's just, it's cool to see too. Like, you get to choose your mentors and, you know, if there's something you don't like that you're seeing, then just know that you don't do it yourself. Mm-hmm. But when I see when I see someone who used to make $35,000 a year now generate with 15 people on the team, uh, you know, two plus million and him be the same person yep. that that will that lesson in and of itself is is invaluable because mm-hmm. like, I know I'm, I'm, I'm not going to change because of uh, my dollar account. And so like that's even allowed us to be, you know, very uh, conservative with our finances. Like I for sure could do what I want, but I'd rather just keep what we're paying ourselves and just be smart with our finances because yep. again I, I used to love selling reselling <clears throat> shoes so i want to i want to know what i can do with the money that's lay, that's that's left over and and how can i create more you know build more wealth on on just the money that i've, I've made uh, and i think that's the power the power of multiplication in that regard and so uh yeah i mean i, I think it's really cool if like if you don't know about think media uh, it's it's a YouTube channel where uh, we talk about like camera tips and the goal is to level the playing field. Like if you want to go out, we're trying to be the authority in teaching you how to succeed on YouTube and let YouTube create an income for yourself so you don't have to work that nine to five. Uh, the goal is actually to help 10,000 purpose-driven entrepreneurs uh, entrepreneurs reach a full-time income or, or lifestyle that they want through the power of online video um, and social media. And so that's been a mission. I mean, we're definitely hit the, 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 the thousands mark, you know, mm-hmm. selling courses and stuff like that and helping people. But it's just crazy. Like the $600 investment that I made into Sean's course has turned into a agency, you know, and, and I think it's just because a lot of people take the course, they apply it to their self. Like I love planting. So I'm going to take my knowledge of planting, start a YouTube channel, and then build a brand and an authority on that. I was like, let me take this information. Hey, dude, I can help build your authority and build your sales. You know all this information. Let's just create content around it. And, that, and it could rank and search and people could find you and then they associate you like you're the people to go to mm-hmm. for this information. And if you taught somebody how to do something and you offered the product and then someone else offered the product but they didn't teach you, who do you think you're going to buy it from? Right. You're going to buy it from the person that taught you. Yes, sir. And so, uh, and so that's the kind of the premise of, 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 of my agency, Feed the Flame, is just uh, I, I take clients that have – really good knowledge in what they do and help them create more income with their with their business through podcasts or or video tutorials and stuff like that and um yeah dude it's been a journey it's been cool i've been been seeing your stuff man yeah it's it's crazy because like when i picked up a camera in 2005 no one said like omar you're gonna you know like single-handedly be able to make you know multiple six figures and i'm like i because like doing three hundred dollar photo shoots for families every f- week is equates to twelve hundred bucks. Like, right. Right. how do, how does that actually scale? And I've just learned personally. And if you're creative, listening, if you can offer yourself as you know a content creator, you need to grow as a strategist. So, because you could sell businesses on strategy for probably more than you can with the content itself. So if you if you can handle the content, like hit record on cameras or do creative work and then help them get it out there, that and then that actually builds their top line, then they're going to trust you even more. And so I've been able to take on high ticket clients because they because I'm helping their top line grow. Yep. And so that's where the game changed for me was like I went from just like a photographer videographer to like mm-hmm. someone who's like running this agency and 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 actually helping businesses generate income and so 
so I, yeah, I think I think more than ever, um, it's it's just leveling up, always being a learner. You know, there's a quote that you know it's it's whenever you stop learning is when you stop leading, and so I have to level up myself if I want everything else around me to level up. And so I, I make it a point. You know, I love podcasting, I love reading, uh, and and putting myself up on on new things like my 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 outlook on time and trading it for money. Um, has just been completely changed because of a book I read called The 4-Hour Workweek by Tim Ferriss, I believe. Oh, I heard yeah. yeah, I heard of it. Yeah, I mean, just like what systems could be automated. And, you know, like if you can create a system around something. So I'm always like, how can I be faster at what I do uh, so I can do more of it? It's and really then teaching you the efficiency. Efficiency, all that yeah. stuff. And so I could see a person work and know that uh, I know I saw 10 shortcuts they could have taken uh, while they're working. But on them, it took them 10 steps to get there. In my head, as I would have gotten paid more for my time because I would have just cut straight through. Uh, in that, I don't know if that. That's how you it, think. That's how you exactly. think. Exactly. Yeah. There has to be a faster way. That's my thinking. Anytime I see something, what's a faster way we can do this? And so I think that thinking has led me to be able to do a lot uh, with a little. Um, and yeah, I'm super grateful for it. It's really cool. I know, legit would have never thought I'd be able to kind of do this. I don't know how long I, I, I want to do this. You know, it's fun right now. But I do see myself. One of these days, back in full time ministry, um, it's my heart. The local church is my heart uh, to to help reach more people that way. Mm-hmm. But I do feel in this season that I could be, you know, influencing these uh, multiple eight figure companies, which is crazy. Uh, that they trust what I have to say. I'm like, dude, I'm just a 28 year old kid that just like started taking photos one day, and I've just been on this journey. But they're like, what should we do? Like, I don't know. Like, you know, I'm like. Bro, I don't know, bro. You're the one who built your eight-figure company, bro. But but it's it's been cool, and and it, it's just staying along that path has been really fun. Um, and also just being humble about it. I, I mean, I I never self-promote. You know, a lot of people don't know what I do. Um, I think they just think they they have general generalizations based off of where I'm at physically. But as far as what I do, I've never ran at. You know, I don't really self-promote because I just I trust that like those relationships will come. Exactly. And I, I've I've been you know. They're like with with the increase of of, of uh, revenue, I've also been scammed a lot. You know, like right. you know, someone like last year, I lost a six thousand dollars scam because a dude needed a photographer for a, a family, you know, like gathering thing, and I was like, he had a big budget, but he he juked me, bro, and I, I sent invoices, and then it was paid on fake credit cards, oh, which man. got to my bank account, and then I did stuff, and then it uh, and then it sucked the money out of my account, and it was really like a, a six thousand dollar loss, and I was like. Cool. That was a cool story. <laughs> but um, cool story for the kids one day. Yeah. Um, but I think more than ever, not a loss, a lesson, bro. Yeah, for sure. Yep. You never lose. You only learn. That's right. Um, but yeah, I think uh, just leveling up and 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 knowing knowing what you're supposed to do. Like if you are doing the right things, I, as far as I know, I try my best to do the right things and trusting God with my finances, trusting God with my vision and uh, or His vision for our life, me and my wife and uh, my daughter and and. And knowing that if we if I just walk in those steps that like he would just honor if he knows I need it, then he'll give it. And um, but alongside my work. So like I think some people have this misconception about God where they think that they can just pray him to work when when God wants a partnership. (laughs) You know, so, uh, you know, there's a story of in the Bible where Jesus feeds 5000 people with a few loaves and fish. Mm -hmm. And he says, what's in your pocket? You know, like, what do you guys have? And then he said, you guys pass it out. Right. And they're like, what do you mean we pass it out? We don't, so God wants a partnership. He wants to do things with you, yeah. not just for you. And right. so, 
yeah, if you come alongside um, your creator, I mean, I think more than ever, he'll bless what you put your hands to, and I've seen him do that, so it's been really cool. Today's yes, password is Jesus walks. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. That's the... That's the, oh yeah, that's the word. Yeah, I see what you see, she's see doing. See what I do? You see what I do? That's an inside right joke now. that I don't know. I don't know. No, no, no. We dropping keys for them. No, no jokes. Oh, no. All vibes. Oh, yeah, all vibes. Sure. All vibes. Yeah. That's, that's, the, that's the word. That's the Jesus word. walks. Jesus walks. Word. Yeah. Okay, Jesus okay. walks. Dude, I go to my, my barber. Um, <coughs> one time they were talking about that. Sometimes when people know that I'm very highly involved in church, you know, like, and, and maybe they're not, and I, they, you know, they want, they want to pull it out of me or yeah. they're like, they're trying, you know, they're trying to get me and I'm just trying to get a fade. Uh, <laughs> but, but I mean, if, when the opportunity always presents itself, I'm like, I'm never shy about, you know, sharing my faith. faith and, yeah, um, yeah. and you shouldn't be. You no, know for I mean? sure. Like it's, but it's funny because it was like he lining you up. He like, no, and you know, I'm just talking yeah. and uh, it's just funny because like, it ended like that whole conversation ended the day I got a fade with like, could you just pray over this entire barbershop? I'm like, all right, let's do it. And then now the there's a there's a Chinese guy that cuts next to my barber, D Witters, and he calls he calls me Young Hallelujah. Every time. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, that's a dope nickname. I'll take it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. sure. Hallelujah. Yeah. Hey man, I think I think that's great too. Like it, you know, that's a good thing about the word. You're a genuine guy. You For know, sure. just just in this, that. just in this in, in this sit down and kick it. I can feel that energy. You know, so anywhere you go. It's naturally going to come out, you For know, because sure. people want to know more about you, so they're going to obviously they're going to know about you. Right. You got to tell them, you know. And I think it's dope, you know. what I mean, like just the way that everything went today, you know. I, I you got to do what you got to do, you know. Right. So. All right, we to that point. We to that point in the show, right? Where's time to get where some, somebody got to get blinded, right? Man, I already got so, blinded. Look, you got, yeah. <laughs> I don't want no more. Though. All right, Omar, let's do it. Yeah. So but, we so we take our guests or me or Nick. But last week it was Nick. It was so me. this day it's gonna be Omar. Yeah. And uh, we blindfold him and we gonna we gonna give him a sneaker. All right, y'all, we gonna give him a sneaker and see because he a sneaker dude. He a fashion dude. He knows stuff and just see you know if he can guess the sneaker. Wow. Right. You get yeah. it right. If you can guess the shoe, that you get you get a yesterday's fit to give you twenty dollars store credit. Oh, let's run it. Um, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, word! Now, if you get the colorway right and the size, if you get all three right, that's forty. But if you just get the shoe and the colorway, that's thirty. Or a shoe and the size, that's that's thirty. Just the shoe, though. So is you 20. can, yeah, just the shoe, though, is twenty. Right? I mean, you it's a win-win. Win. Yeah. yeah. All right, so let's do this. Let's do it. Yeah, you can you can blindfold yourself, yourself, brother. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, that's, while he getting blindfolded, y'all take a moment to like, subscribe, comment, tell yes. your friends, 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 friends okay, about okay. Friends and Brands podcast. Right. All right, let's, let's get it. You tied up? I'm tied up. How many fingers I'm holding up? I don't know. Okay, cool. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. So well, see what, see what our beloved brother Jay Berry grabs. I would say I, I'm, I'm a Jordan guy over anything else, but then I, I probably could fill out some Yeezys. Or, Is he? Like <laughs> SBs, I got to fill the tongue uh, and the laces, but. Okay. okay. But they asked me, like, is there a shoe that you don't know? I would say it was like Asics. Yeah, that's what I, oh, I, 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 I don't know my I'm Asics. The, I'm the grab this way, bro. When those so. started coming around, I was like, I don't know why these are cool. I don't think Jesse takes so. a Coney, so ain't a Coney. Here we go. <laughs> you just tell us the silhouette. Shout out to Jesse at yesterday's fits. If you can guess the size or even the colorway, you'll get it right. Okay, easily six. Ooh. Oh, off top. Um, suede. Okay, suede all around. 
Uh, but there's leather in the back. Sick, okay. I wouldn't be remiss if these are, were these Carmines? Oh! Let's run it, bro. What size? What size? Wow. Yeah, we gotta get, what size is the shoe? I mean, I get to do whatever I need to do yeah, to figure right? it out yeah, without, yeah, without yeah, looking yeah. at it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, we'll run these on real quick. Oh, oh that's smart. I'm trying, to, I'm trying to get this that's 40 cast. <laughs> wow. First ever. Bro, they're nine and a half. Oh! <laughs> Let's go, bro. That's right. We out here. <laughs> he got all three right. Wow. Hey, bro, I'm impressed. Yes, that's I'm crazy. No, I swear, bro, it's not. That's crazy. <laughs> bro, Jesse, you should hook me up with these guys. <laughs> wow. Yo, he said crazy. I wouldn't be. He's like, it's a car mine. Damn, first, I think my wife's pretty impressed too right now. First time. Yeah, she was like, I had go. no idea. It's amazing, bro. Yes. Nah, man, look. Hey, we appreciate you coming yeah, to the show, man. bro. Thank you for having love, me. Man. Hey, man, I appreciate love, it, dude. Yes. That's another episode. I, yeah. I really appreciate what you guys, I, I affirm this show. You yes. know, I think... Vegas has something to say on a cultural standpoint. Uh, this is such a melting pot of creativity, of influence, of of just like great things. And it, and it's crazy because like I mean, w being here as long as I've been, just seeing like the rise of how this city is kind of creating its name for itself, and mm -hmm. um, just that like young kids can come here and they have places they want to go, like urban necessities, like a yesterday's fits. Um, but then also attributing uh, like athletes and you know Devin being on here is super cool. Um, but yeah, I mean, dude, I got love for the city, but more than ever, I got love for this podcast. And so make sure you like, subscribe, hey, really? and if you haven't really? rated, how check this out. Jesse's gonna give. We're gonna give away uh -oh. a twenty dollar online gift card if you uh, rate the podcast on Apple iTunes. So rate the podcast five stars. Tell us what you love about it, and then we're gonna randomly select the winner. And uh, and then you maybe you can get yourself a nice little vintage tee. Oh yeah, yeah. I got the best vintage. Job. I got a couple. Jesse, stay getting in my pockets. Appreciate you, again, bro. <laughs> thank you, thank you. That's another episode of Friends and Brands. All right, peace.